Thanks for joining us on the Church of the Lakes podcast, where we inspire life, share life, and give life. Want to learn more about us? Check us out online at cotlakes.com. We'd love to connect with you. Now, let's go to the message. It's Easter morning. I have a question. What if you had five minutes with the resurrected Jesus? What questions would you ask him? What questions would he ask you? Maybe he'd say, so how has Easter changed your life? Would you agree that Easter is the unique weekend in all of human history? There's nothing else like it. Would you agree that Easter is unique to Christianity? There's no other faith system in the world that claims a resurrected Savior. And would you agree that Easter provides unlimited opportunity for life change to any person, anywhere in the world, anytime? I've got four things that I'd like to share with you this morning on Easter sunrise morning. Because of Easter, I live no fear living. How about you? Fear is a terrible thing, isn't it? We've all experienced it. Did you know that God has an answer to fear? John writes, uh, there is no fear in love because perfect love drives out fear. Easter is the ultimate love expression from God to us, and it's the ultimate love experience for us. Jesus said in the upper room the night before he went to the cross, there is no greater love than this, that a man lays down his life for his friends. It tells us in Romans chapter 5, verse 8, that God demonstrates his love for us in this, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And then I love this when the Apostle Paul writes, nothing can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our risen Lord. Easter living is no fear living because God's love poured out to us through Easter conquers all fear. And how about this? Because of Easter, I live no fear of death. We hate that word death, don't we? It frightens us. It separates us from those that we love and it takes us to a dark, painful place of deep emotional loss. We'll do almost anything to keep death far away, won't we? But we know it's coming and we can't stop it. So the truth is, everyone has some anxiety, maybe even fear of death. But do you know what? Jesus defeated death in his resurrection. In fact, three times Jesus raised dead people to life. Remember? The widow's son in Nain. Do you remember Jairus' daughter? And of course, Lazarus. And when Jesus was standing at the tomb of Lazarus, he said, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me will live even though they die. Now, how is that possible? Well, Jesus' resurrection defeated death. So that death is not the end. Death is transition. In fact, the Apostle Paul uses a really interesting word instead of death. He uses the word departure. Departure is for those who have trusted Jesus Christ as he transitions us into life after death. Paul writes, I'm torn between the two. I'd rather depart and be with Christ, which is better by far. But I know that I need to remain with you, Philippians chapter 1. And then toward the end of his life, Paul writes, the time has come for my departure. 
I have fought the good fight. I have run the race. I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord himself will award to me, and not only to me, but to all who have longed for his appearing. Easter weekend, Jesus changed death to departure. Isn't that a wonderful thing? That you and I need not fear death, because even though we know it's coming, it's transition, and Jesus himself will escort us from here to there, into the presence of God. It's departure. We understand that, don't we? We drive down to Orlando Airport with a ticket in our hand, and we get on an airplane, and a couple of hours later, hopefully, we'll get off in the place that we wanted to go, and there will be friends or family there to greet us. Departure. And that's what Jesus wants us to understand, that he has accomplished with Easter. It's no longer death the end. It's departure into God's presence. Can I give you another one? Because of Easter, I live no fear of perish. Oh, perish is much worse than departure or death. Uh, in John chapter 3, verse 16, the most famous verse in the world, of course, for God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but will have everlasting life. Perish is far worse than death because perish is ultimate separation from God for all of eternity. That puts us in a place of wickedness and evil because God is not there. Perish is the ultimate destiny of every person who does not find a solution to their sin problem because sin separates us forever from holy God. But Jesus paid our parish price. Think about that, my friends. He took upon him my sin and yours and the sins of every person in the world, and then God poured out upon Jesus on the cross his parish wrath judgment. But Jesus turned parish into paradise. Do you remember when Jesus died on the cross, there was a criminal on either side of him, and one was mocking Jesus, but the other one was saying, I'm receiving what I deserve. Jesus, would you remember me, please, when you get into your kingdom? And Jesus said a remarkable thing. Do you remember? It's recorded for us in Luke's gospel. He said to that criminal, I tell you the truth, today you will be with me in paradise, not in perish." In paradise. You see, Jesus conquered perish and he overcame it with paradise. The other side of perish for Jesus is paradise. <laughs> Jesus was reconciled back to God the Father and he became for us our mediator. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3 says, The Son is the radiance of God's glory. And after Jesus had provided purification for sin, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty. Paul writes in Romans chapter 8, do you remember? Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It's God who justifies. Who is he that condemns? Christ Jesus who died, more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of the Father, and he's interceding for us.
In Hebrews chapter 7 it says, Because the resurrected Jesus lives forever, he's able to save completely those who come to God through him. With my parish penalty paid by Jesus, I can live now and forever in a reconciled, restored relationship with God. No fear of perish. Perish is separation from God, but it's replaced, believe it or not, by adoption into God's family. I'm not only reconciled to him through Jesus' resurrection, but I'm adopted into his family. A family relationship with God because Jesus has rescued me from perish and he has reconciled me to Almighty God as my heavenly Father. I am his son. You are his son or his daughter if you have trusted Jesus. Colossians chapter 1 says, Once you were alienated from God, you were enemies of God because of your evil behavior. But now, God has reconciled you through Christ's death and resurrection and presented you holy in his sight without blemish and free from accusation. What a dramatic contrast of destiny and living. Would you agree, my friends? Rather than living in the dreadful fear of perish, eternal separation from God, I'm living now and for all eternity, restored in relationship with Almighty God as my Heavenly Father because of what Jesus accomplished. No fear of perish, rather certainty of paradise. No fear of perish, rather I'm adopted into God's family. He's my heavenly father. Can I give you one more? Because of Easter, I live no fear of sin bondage. Oh, bondage is a terrible thing, isn't it? Have you ever lived in bondage to something? Fear, guilt, shame, bitterness, anger, resentment? Or or maybe you know of someone who has lived in bondage to alcohol or drugs or gambling or pornography or someone who has lived in bondage to lying or jealousy, deceit, depression, hopelessness. Do you know that Jesus' resurrection breaks the bondage, the shackles of bondage? Romans chapter 8 verse 5 says, if we've been united with Christ in his death, we're also united with him in his resurrection. Our old sinful self was crucified with him so that the bondage of sin may be broken, that we're no longer slaves to sin. Count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. The resurrected Jesus defeats the power of sin in my life, so I no longer live in bondage to sin. The Holy Spirit alive in me helps me live victorious over sin's temptation. I can say no more to sin bondage. I can live free, God-honoring, victorious living every day, all the time, as the power of the risen Lord Jesus Christ is within me. And you too. Galatians 5.1 says, It's for freedom that the risen Jesus Christ has set us free. Stand firm then, and do not let yourselves be yoked again by a burden of sin slavery. I love the fact that the resurrection happened as daylight was coming. How about you? All four of the Gospels tell us that the women went to the tomb in the darkness of the night before daylight, and they encountered the resurrection. 
Do you enjoy getting up early in the morning when it's still dark and watching the first early morning rays as they start to push back the darkness? I do. Uh, we have a little back patio at our house that faces east. And I like to go out there and sit while there's still stars in the sky on a bright, clear morning and then watch those first early morning rays and then watch the battle as darkness tries to hold on and the early morning light keeps pushing. It sometimes goes on for many minutes, sometimes as long as an hour, until finally that first ray of sunlight pierces through the trees over there and a new day is birthed right in front of my eyes. And it doesn't take very long, of course, and that sunlight pushes back all the darkness and there's brilliant sunlight all around me. Do you enjoy watching those things happen? I have an amazing thought for you. That happens every moment of every day somewhere in our world. Sunrise, a new day is birthed. And for me, it reminds me that the resurrection power of the resurrected Lord Jesus Christ is being made available every moment of every day all around the world. And it could be that at any moment, any day, a person experiences the resurrection power of Jesus and they are born again to new life in Jesus Christ. You know what that means? It means no more living in fear because the resurrected power of Jesus Christ has been unleashed in you. It means no more living in fear of death because death is now departure with Jesus and heaven is your assurance. It means no more living in fear of perish because perish has now been overcome with paradise and you can be sure <clears throat> that you have been adopted into the family of God. And it means no more living in fear of sin bondage because you can be set free by the power of God. So I have a question, my friends. Are you living what Jesus has accomplished for you and for me as Easter living? Thanks for joining us this morning in this Easter sunrise service. I hope you'll come and join us at 10 o'clock. Pastor Mike has a very powerful message ready for us. Let me pray with you. Lord Jesus, we thank you and we praise you for the wonder, the miracle, the life-transforming power of Easter. And we thank you that Easter is all about you. And my prayer is, Jesus, that on this Easter Sunday, all around the world, hundreds of thousands of people will experience Jesus for the first time. We praise you today and we ask for your blessing on Church of the Lakes. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us today. We would love to help you on your next steps. Please visit cotlakes.com. Join us weekly as we continue to know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference in our community.